2: This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka.
0: Good morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings in. savings investments in your retirement as always here on the max out saving show our show is all about safe about saving money and building up wealth and it, and it starts first by putting away money in your 401k in your i in your ira for your 403b your your typically company plans ideally and with those plans what it lets you do is it's automatically put away the money for retirement uh it's on autopilot and lets you build up wealth over the long term you use the power of compounding money over the long term, and the power of putting away the uh, 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 money at the beginning of each paycheck build up, to build up wealth over the long term, and, and that that's that's where you want to be, and, and that that's that's how wealth the four the, hundred and one k and these derivative type of programs around it uh, are, are the biggest wealth creator we have seen. In in this country, outside of, outside of a home, and, and so and probably even now, in many cases, it, it's better than is for building up wealth. People are putting up more, building up more wealth in their plan. But 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 you got to start, and you have to make sure you're doing. You want to put away at least ten percent plus the company match. We're going to be talking about that today. We're going to be talking about uh, the inflation numbers came out. What happened there? I, it's uh, the, nothing to see there. Transitory. It's a month or two of inflation, then it drops off. That's the narrative out there at the from the Federal Reserve and the, in the in the Biden administration. Well, is it true? We'll find out. We're going to be discussing that. Uh, also, we're going to be looking at at interest rates. Where where are they going here? Why why did they drop off uh, for the first time in history? You have a in a huge inflationary surge and and
1: <clears throat>
0: it, it, it's it's. If it, it, interest rates are falling, <clears throat> what's going on there? So, so we're going to be discussing these on the show here today, and to try to try to get you to understand the the rapidly changing world we're in. And the long term listeners of the show know that that what we think what we, we we think now we're in a change we're in a different change mode we we're moving from inflation. From deflation over the last 40 years, inflation peaked about 1981, 82, has gone basically down uh, slowly, quickly, then slowly over time over the last 40 years. And that's changing. And now we're in a different world. And we're discussing that on the show here today. But one of the first things I wanted to just touch base and really go over today was. A shocking statistic on uh, Tucker Carlson last night, and something we have been talking about the, uh, on the show here recently quite a bit with home prices is home prices are skyrocketing and 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 you know what's behind it well, there's a number of things behind it, but one of the things behind it is that in Houston' twenty four or twenty five percent of the homes are being bought up by investors. And this is why home prices are skyrocketing out there, and and people can't buy homes. I mean, I can't tell you how many stories or ancillary people telling me that they put in three, five, or more bids on homes and can't get a home bought. Young people are struggling to get in a home, and yet we have Wall Street uh, companies. Uh, purchasing homes, purchasing entire subdivisions, so they can rent them out. Uh, they borrow money on Wall Street to do it. And what we're doing is is we're pricing out a generation of of, of Americans from home, home buying. And this is another example of a reckless, out of control Fed, Federal Reserve that has flooded the world with money, and now this money is cascading all through the economy and all through the world, driving up prices in in, in a massive inflationary surge. But but. It, it it goes beyond that. It what we're seeing is we're seeing people being priced out of homes, and and investors are buying the homes. And and we can see if someone wants to invest and buy buy another house. I I, I understand that, but the idea that Wall Street firms are buying homes, running the prices of homes up. Which allows young people not to be able to buy a home instead they get to rent from their corporate overlords is is unacceptable in this country, and this is again this this country we 're going to have to restructure the entire country to go back to a free market democracy where we have subsidies, but the subsidies are to help people build up wealth, the middle class to build up wealth we have in this country what we 've built is we put together a system where we've allowed corporate america to get the subsidies, Wall Street to get the subsidies, and then and then the working people in this country are not getting it. I, I am all for a free market system and, and I, I I think we should have reasonably low taxes on corporations and deregulate them. But at the same time we cannot put our subsidies, which are funded by taxpayers, to out to help out corporate America. I mean this is getting to be stupid and 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 it's getting look, if we want to try to put subsidies in place to make sure that we can compete against China. We can understand it. But we cannot allow Wall Street to manipulate the government, manipulate the Federal Reserve, which in fairness to the Federal Reserve is owned by Wall Street banks, to sit there and and, and price out Americans out of out of the real estate market. And also this idea that's coming from corporate America that people don't need to own anything. Instead, they can just rent things or they can they can leave, they can, uh, you know, if they need a car, they just hit a button on Uber, and the car shows up and it goes somewhere, or anywhere they go, they can just rent their next house from the big, their corporate overlords. Look, we've seen that, okay? We've seen that. Okay, this is why we have the United States of America. You want to know one of the main reasons was is because people lived in that society in Europe, where we had in, in the overlords, Ran the, ran the ran Europe. Okay, we have, all the workers were basically serfs, and it was a few small businessmen, and so people people didn't have much ownership. All the ownership was at the top, and people did not want that. They wanted they wanted a country where they could have an opportunity to get ahead. And and, and, and our country's functioned very well for over two hundred years up until it seems like the last thirty years where things have just gone off the rails in this country. And and we've got to go back to where we came from, to, to, to building to a strong middle class, a democracy, a, a a country that's based on free market principles, but does not subsidize super wealthy corporations. And, and uh, it's just extraordinary that this is going on. But this is a major problem in the housing market. And the fact that 20, over 20, 24, 25 percent of houses in Houston are being bought by investors is a major concern because we're pricing a generation out of the market. Look, I'm familiar with this. We, we know someone that, that got a call from California, so they needed to put Multi-multi-millions of dollars worth of work within the next 30 days, and it had to be in houses. And they rushed, they were brushing around picking up every house they could. This is what's going on out there, and and, and we're in a couple ways to do it. Corporations should not be allowed in the housing market for single-family homes. They, they need to divest them. They shouldn't get any tax breaks at all. They shouldn't get any depreciation at all if they're in that business. Uh, another thing the loans for, for the government backed loan should simply be for people to buy their house maybe the first house or a second vacation home or something and that's it they no they no one should be getting 5 6 10 20 houses based on on uh, uh with government financing and so we we have got to do this because the key to the United States is the strength of the middle class and and that's that's what we're starting to lose so anyway it's just a real concern this is I'm hearing this from everywhere all over the country I'm talking to my uh to clients and friends and their their, their kids are trying to buy houses and they're struggling and 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 then when we see that that twenty five percent of the homes in Houston are being bought up by investors and and then we see corporations and that includes Wall Street corporations rushing in buying homes, driving the prices up this this has long term ramifications for the country so this is something. We want to continue to watch. And and so going forward, again, this stuff, the country is going to have to be restructured. I mean, it, the, 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 this stuff is going on and on and on with the tech companies. We're going to get the tech companies nothing ever happens. We're going to get, uh, we're, you know, we're going to work on antitrust for the tech companies. Nothing happens. The, 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 the censoring is just out of control by the tech companies. We've lost our free speech. It was taken away by Mark Zuckerberg and and uh, and, and Twitter. And, and, and we need to take it back. And uh, the, the, we, we've got to Restructure the lending in the country, so we we broaden out the wealth in the country. We've got to restructure the taxes. We need to redefine what wealthy is. It's not if someone makes it's not two million dollars is not wealthy. It, that gives you a very good retirement income, but that is not that that is about all. It's hard for people to pass on wealth. Wealthy should be redefined at multiple higher levels without using the same wealth numbers that we used 25 years ago, and we've had massive inflation since then. And and, 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 and what they're doing is the government is is pushing, is pushing, keeping the wealth defined lower so they can tax more people and raise revenue. It's just like the housing markets. You know, it's really great to see your house go up in value. I mean, I was shocked how much the house behind us sold, sold for the other day. Fantastic. The problem is, I'm going to get a tax bill, higher tax bill next year, the year after, and the year after, with property taxes. And, and again, so so all these investors that move in, there's ramifications because people can't, young people can't buy homes. The people living there, their taxes are going up with this type of stuff. And, and so, what we want is we want to build a country built on fairness. And, and it's going to take a lot of work because we have a huge, we we basically have this elite class in the country has run that is running the country for the benefit of themselves, the benefit of the Davos crowd, these globalists, and not the benefit of the United States. This is why we only make 13% of our semiconductors in this country. It used to be 40%, 45%. Now, all of a sudden, here we are. The Chinese could be a major problem. We could get cut. If they invade Taiwan and we get cut off from the semiconductors, it could be catastrophic in the United States. We discussed this a year and a half ago in, in January February with, with 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 the coronavirus in China we said these supply chains remember we talked about it at the time 80% of our medications in in some areas are coming from China and here China is shutting everything off this has been complete foolishness this globalization at the expense of the United States of America that 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 this elite class has been basically dealing away our wealth, our strength, our industrial capacity uh, to the rest of the world, and we're getting nothing from it, and it, it needs to stop. And so I, I think, it, and this has big ramifications because what's happened is, is now we get this reckless spending. We've got an out of control real estate market. We have inflation. We have our supply chains are starting to crack. Our, 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 being moved back to the United States, uh, or they're being cut off in in China and elsewhere, and be due to everything from shipping to lack of workers to to lack of, of raw materials or commodities, and this is causing inflation. We've gone through twenty years. Forty years of of, de, of deflation. Now we're going to inflation. I'm going to cover some more of that because you've got to understand these long term trends because retirement savings in retirement investing is a long term process. It's not it, it's not you know 60, 70 years ago you retire at sixty five and then by the time you hit seventy three you were gone. It's a different world, and, and, and so you have to understand the long term trends. Tewa, okay, well, we'll be right back after this quick break right here in the Max Out Saving Show. Take any questions or comments, 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Saving Show. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. <laughs> if you got any questions or comments, you give us a call seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. This on the Saturday show. The Sunday show at seven AM on Sunday. We 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 have a, we repeat the show. Also, you can get a, a podcast uh, by going to AM ten seventy the Answer website, and you can listen live there as well anywhere in the world. Uh, yeah, so there is Larry lot of and then Chuck on the line. Okay, excellent. Uh, t- Hello, Larry. How you? Larry, welcome to the Max Out Saving Show.
1: Well, hi. How are you today, Ted? Doing well, thank you. Uh, I hope you're getting used to the uh, normal weather here in Houston again.
0: Yeah, yeah, I am. And uh, although, to be (laughs) perfectly candid, Larry, I I was actually used to it yesterday, and I'm actually up in uh, northern New Mexico today. I flew up uh, yesterday afternoon, so it's
1: cooler up uh... here, but... Uh, I envy you. Anyway, (laughs) so uh, the other day I was watching this uh, podcast from Ron Paul. He has these little five-minute things on YouTube. And he was saying that the Federal Reserve has gone totally woke here. And part of what they're doing is uh, they're directing banks to stop lending to oil, gas, and coal companies as a way to fight climate change. Um, first of all, I was wondering, is it legal for them to even do this? And then, secondly, how susceptible are the banks to have to listen to what they say? Well,
0: that's, you know, they've definitely gone woke. I actually. Uh, sent out a picture of the uh what was it the gay pride flag flying at the federal reserve and yeah, you know I'm not picking on the the gay pride or anything it's just like look your job is banking not this type of stuff and when we look up and the dollar's been destroyed one day we'll look back at that but uh, you know, how they're presenting it is is that the federal reserve looks at banking risk and 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 they view climate change as now a risk, the major risk out there. And so what they're 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 pressuring the banks is, we don't want to see you lending to something that's going to cause more CO two or look at the climate. I'm not sure it's completely legal, but uh, but that's what they're doing. I mean, we have seeing the same thing in the military where it was like the biggest the biggest challenge to the military is climate change. You're you're like, oh my god, this is. I mean, that is the most frightening thing I've ever heard of, and we could end up being wiped out one day because of this stuff, this type of thinking. But, yes, it's going on at the Federal Reserve.
1: Okay, and he was also saying that the Federal Reserve is now directing banks to give loans to people who would otherwise uh, not be um, qualified. You know, this is the same thing we saw that caused the, the big wipeout in 2008. Are we going to see a repeat of this again?
0: Uh, you, you know, I, I think it'll be in a different way, form or fashion. I, I don't, I don't think there's. I think they're trying to develop, you know, minority businesses, and, and I think I don't think that's going to be because the housing it was much more systemic across the entire system. Whereas, if a number of of, of 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 smaller businesses go under, it's not as catastrophic on a risk basis. So, I, I don't think that's as big a problem. Uh, out there. But but look, the Fed, particularly the stuff with the climate stuff, with the energy thing, it look, as tech, tech, we've got to stop this stuff in Texas. We've got to draw a line and really start fighting back. The Federal Reserve, BlackRock with Larry Fink, I mean, we, we talked about this two years ago. We warned what was coming up, and here it is, defunding the energy business, and it's going to be a battle. I mean, these be, they, everyone's going to have to stand up and fight, as I've said on this thing, and, and the best way for to do it is our state legis- our
1: state officials need and, and they need to start filing suit against them. Okay, and since you mentioned uh, mentioned Larry, I think um, I also hear that he is going full bore in buying up housing now, even paying above asking price, uh, trying to scoop up available units. And I don't know what his plans are. Uh, I guess he's trying to freeze out regular buyers. I don't know what's going on there.
0: Uh, they think they can make money. The problem here's the problem: the Federal Reserve has interest rates so low that nobody can make money in bonds, and so they're trying to find other ways to do it. And, and, and so, what this is happening? This is, this is a good good question. It's leading to a cascade of money pouring, raining all over the economy as all this money is starting to. It, we saw this in the seventies, okay? And people don't forget this. It, it was the Disintermediation, this disintermediation this from the savings and – from the from the banks and savings and loans when, when they started paying money markets. It's the same type of thing here, but in a different form. The rates are so low, you're seeing massive disintermediation disinter- from the bond market, and now the Federal Reserve is, is lending to government instead. So this money has to go somewhere, and it's just cascading through the economy and in a massive inflationary surge.
1: Okay, so we're going to see more bubbles is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks again. Thanks, and uh, you have okay. a good day. Thank you, Larry. Ted, I think we've got a call from Chuck. Chuck is gone, but we have Randy on the phone.
0: Okay. All right. Hang in there. Give us a call. back. Hey, Randy, how you doing?
2: Good, Ted. How are you? Doing well. Excellent. Uh, uh, Ted, look, I know you've been talking about gold for a while, and I've been kind of mulling over, but I haven't really bought any until uh, Friday. I saw an article in Fidelity about four gold stocks that uh, they kind of extol the virtues on. And one of them is Ken Ross Gold, which has been showing up on my stock screener for a while. So I went ahead and bought 5,000 shares. now. That turns to, you know, kind of flips things around and focuses my attention a little bit more on gold. But but now I'm looking to, uh, w- when should I start thinking about selling this? And I'm not talking about tomorrow or next week. It could be next year, 10 years, whatever. But uh, is gold still being kind of uh, uh, correlated to the Fed's balance sheet? And as long as they're buying billions of dollars every month of bonds and, and expanding their balance sheet, should I just go ahead and stay in this little gold stock?
0: yeah look I, I think so i mean uh, the dollar's going to be continue under pressure keep keep in mind the inflation numbers came out and uh they were uh point six on on GDP, on on five percent uh, uh year over year c p i and then point six percent which is a seven point two percent annualized uh the ten-year fell to uh, under one point five percent. Well, th- th- this means you, you, the, the rates are getting more negative, which is very bullish for gold. And gold is one of the few things out there when all these central banks are printing money and, and governments. The, our government is the most out of control spending spender in the world right now, uh, it, and so I think I think the gold has got another, you know, long term. I, I think the next. Year to eighteen months is going to be very good for, for precious metals.
2: Yeah, well, I was noticing that. Also, they were talking about some other articles about how the dollar had a little strength and uh, in and interest rates rose a little bit and it put coal down a little bit. But uh, I don't I don't see how that can last unless they start raising interest rates. And they're not talking about that at all. So I don't see how that's going to strengthen the dollar. And also. Uh, uh, what what might be stymieing the gold price rise a little bit is uh, also people buying into Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies instead of gold.
0: Well, they've hit they, a lot. There's a lot of losses throughout the crypto world right now. You know, they, it was about sixty three, and now it's what thirty seven thousand from sixty three thousand, and and so I think people are realizing. Cryptos can be very volatile, where gold has been pretty solid in here. And, and, by the way, the other thing to watch for with the precious metals is when do Russia, and particularly China, un- or are they going to announce how much gold they really have? The thinking is they have a whole lot more gold than anybody realizes, well, but, at least than crypto- what they've
2: said. Yeah, well, Regarding these cryptocurrencies, I, I started programming back in 1968. And quite frankly, I don't think I could uh, trust a computer any farther than I could throw it. It's just an extension of uh, whatever somebody thinks that they wanted to program that day, you know. So uh, to put all this money out in these computers and wallets and blockchains, and I understand you know part of the structure, but I haven't bought any of it. And uh, to me, yeah, if, if you're just looking at the price fluctuating going down, I can't, I can't see any reason, basically. That There's no fundamentals. It's like gold. It pays no no interest, no dividend, no nothing. So when it goes up and down, how do you, how do you rationalize that? Or, uh, Elon Musk comes out and says, we bought a billion and a half dollars of uh, Bitcoin. And for a while, they were taking it to, to buy you know, Tesla, you know. Well, I drove it up a little bit. El Salvador comes yeah. out and says they wouldn't use it for a currency. So it, it fluctuates, but... But there's no real fundamentals to this stuff, is it?
0: Yeah, I, here, here's some, here's my some of my thinking. Elon Musk bought it. Other companies were going to buy it, and that's when the Fed suddenly started coming out and said, "Hey, we've got to look at this." And Janet Yellen said, "Look, cryptocurrencies used by nothing but but uh, hackers to you know extort money, and and then we're going to have to look at taxing it. We want it because that they, they, they're, they're, and that's when." Elon made some some negative comments about the energy usage because they don't want all the corporations buying it. Right. Uh, okay. the, a couple other thoughts on it, real quickly. Uh, I think you can look at Ethereum and Bitcoin. Uh, there's where I got negative on this recently, pretty heavily, was when I saw all these. There's just tons of other ones out there. A lot of these are going to go to zero, so I'd be very careful in the crypto. Market. Yeah, I'm not the
2: expert. I'm like you. I'm kind of poo-pooing, I'm staying. I'm staying away from it. Well, anyway, now you got my attention on the gold. So uh, if you could talk about it some, you know, maybe next week or something like that, and kind of give me an idea of where we're going with this, I'd appreciate your help.
0: Oh. Okay, we'll do, Randy. Okay. okay. And, Thanks a lot, uh, Ted. Take care. Uh, if again, anyone has any questions, seven one three 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 nine ten seventy really talking about just it, it, this money is kind of to build on some it's kind of it's it's surging through the system now and and it it, it it's been floating around up on wall street in, in 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 the real big money and and while i'm hearing these again i i hear these stories i i need you know five ten million dollars worth of homes bought in the next you know 10, 10 days two weeks or at least the contracts. I'm hearing uh, we're looking to spend half a billion dollars on real estate. I'm hearing all these things from various sources, and again, this money—the money—is too cheap. That people can't, the wealthy can't get very much in the bonds. So either you go short term and wait, wait it out, or you, you rush into real estate, which is getting very, very expensive. And then it, it's feeding on itself. People, I mean, everybody is just running into, into houses right now. There's, there's, I mean, bidding wars. The most remarkable about this stuff is how it seems to be all over the country. I, what's fascinating is what you're what you're experiencing in Houston is happening everywhere. And what we're seeing is we're seeing this, this these big trends come in place. This money's going through the system, inflationary. We've got to move our our supply chains from China. That's going to be more expensive. Uh, the commodity prices are going up because there's shortage for such a demand. That's going up. Keep in mind most commodity producers haven't really been put they've not been putting in new mines and and, and and drilling wells and doing all types of stuff over the last two or three years. I mean they've really been cutting back and now you've got, you know, the the, the the these you know crazies up in Washington that are now trying to defund the oil and gas business, which means less money put into it. So again, these are big inflationary trends if you look at, at at the the federal reserve's balance sheet it it, it it it's virtually it's coming close to it's doubled in the last 12 thirteen years doubled and and i mean it was up uh eighty percent or so i want to got the exact number in the last 13 months or so. I mean, it, 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 this is M3 is up 20, M3, M2 or M3 is up 24%. This is massive spend. We had the highest level of, of spending in GDP since World War II. Okay, the crisis is now winding down and they want to spend the same amount of money. Okay, this is going to be a massive surge because there's a massive pin up demand. For spending already, and then they're put, putting more money on top of it. And so all of these things are big inflationary trends. Uh, de-, 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 de globalization, the supply chains coming, that is going to be inflationary. They use the, the, the globalization to close down factories. You know, you close the factory down, you move it to China, China goes and, and you cut your cost 10%, 20%. Well, that's, that, that's come to an end. And and, and so everywhere, I mean, I talked to someone telling me the steel company they're raising prices at the end of the month five percent, and the next month ten percent more. So this is so you're talking August, July, August, more inflation coming on, and and it's it's everywhere. And and so this is what we're going to continue to look at. uh, I I think I think throughout the country, and and so you have to be prepared. Now, if you you look at the at the ten year treasury which is something fascinating. We had, we had really bad inflation numbers, 5% inflation. The Fed's going, look, we're going to let inflation run a little hot, over 2%. Well, we just had 5% year over year. And we just had an, an annualized monthly of 7.2% on the CPI. And so, you know, these numbers are coming in. Well, the bond yield fell down a little bit. And it's dropped from, uh, it was up around, all close to almost 1.8 and then it's dropped and it dropped here again today uh let me pull up the chart on it it, it topped out about 1.78 and over about the last week it went from about 1.65 to 1.46 so it's like what's going on why are bond yields falling when we're getting these big inflation numbers two reasons the fed is is, is is trying to keep interest rates down, so they're moving. They're doing reverse repos to try to to, to to pull liquidity out of the market, push more bonds in, and there's a lot of big hedge funds short the 10-year Treasury, figuring inflation was was coming, so so rates would have to go up, and so they they're squeezing the the, the short. The shorts and what they what they really want to do is they want to have the ability when there's more pressure as these inflation numbers continue throughout the next couple months to start raising rates, but they're going to be raising the rates from about a four point four six level instead of a four point seven eight four point I mean one point eight level. And so that would be, you could see two and a quarter, two and a half. So instead, they're keeping them down. So they're going to do that. And they're watching the dollar. If the dollar gets in trouble, it gives them more ammunition to put rates up. So if they take rates up a whole point, it takes, if they really get in trouble, it then takes rates to 2.46. Whereas if it's at 1.8, then you're looking at 2.8. These are much higher numbers. And so this is, and then. The Fed is working very closely with the big bond funds like BlackRock and PIMCO to sit – so they've got their people out there saying – and they're interviewed on CNBC and say, well, this inflation is transitory. Well, there's something that used to be called the bond vigilantes. And anytime the government started spending more money, they they, they would come up with a big budget. The bond vigilantes go, oh, no, we're going to have inflation. And, And so rates would start going up. And then the Then the president or the Congress will whoa whoa we're not spending that much money, we're actually cutting it back. And then the rates would fall. It was they were called the bond vigilante. So what the Fed has done is the the in the government is they've co opted a lot of the big Wall Street firms, so they're not pushing rates up like they used to. So the only thing left that's going to signal inflation is going to be commodities and a lower dollar. And again, they're trying to manage this thing. It, you know, there was a op-ed by Victor David Hansen. Where he, he, he said the radicals of the 60s, their children are now in power. But he said they're not at the fringe. They're at the center of power. They're up on Wall Street. They're in the government now. They're at the Federal Reserve. And they're the ones that are all stage managing this stuff. But they can't hide inflation. And the problem they're going to run into is – is that you cannot hide inflation. When a when mom goes to the grocery store and, and, and can't make, make all her purchases because the price went up, they know there's inflation. When a young couple is trying to buy a home, they can't get a home. They're upset okay? They're priced out of the market. They're upset. They're mad. The housewife is mad. When people are trying to buy anything, they're going to buy a new car. The car prices have gone up. People get upset. They they can't get quite the car they wanted. They, their standard of living goes down. They can't eat as well as they once did. They can't afford to go out. This is what happens when they're inflation. And, and and so this, where this is going to come in is they, they can get all the, the, you know, the power people in Wall Street to tell you there's no inflation. But, but, working people know this, and, and and the American people know there's inflation because it's coming out of their pocketbook, so they cannot hide it, and, and so this is this is what you're doing, and you're also hearing so a lot of people on Wall Street, some of these people are starting to go, hey, wait a minute, there is inflation out there, because what's happening is their clients are going, look, I don't know what the, what you guys are talking about, no inflation, they're under huge pressure to start talking about inflation, so there's this battle going on, but the inflation is real. But the government in the Federal Reserve is trying to spin the narrative; it's just temporary for a few months. And that, and so they're they're trapped. This this inflation is here, and you have to prepare for it. And anyway, we're going to, try to talk some more about this after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. <laughs> welcome back to the max Health Savings show I'm Ted Gioka and we're talking savings investments in your retirement here on the show and uh, they're talking some about in- inflation and other other things out there but uh but in, in really just all the things uh, one of the things that uh, necessarily I'm up in New Mexico today I'll be back uh, next week here and just for a short trip but uh it's, it's amazing. Anywhere you go, uh, we're talking to clients, talking to friends, I hear these same stories. It, it's the same thing with the housing market. They can't believe how it's going. The crime rate is, is just out of control. I was up here talking to some people, uh, yeah, in, 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 in the farming sector up here and, and, uh, they're like, crime is out of, and actually some, some uh, law enforcement people, crime is out of control. Uh, the, the, the border, the, it, it, these people are flooding across the border. They're, they're cartel members. They're coming up here into our community, and they're battling. And this is happening everywhere. I mean, all across the country, the crime New York City, it's not just Portland or Seattle. It's Houston. I've heard stories. I mean, we've all heard stories of crime getting out of control. It's up in New Mexico. It's everywhere. It's the same stories, the same thing with the inflation. It, it, you know in the past i remember it was you know in the 80s houston was the boom town i mean right now everything is the boom town and, and we other times in, in history uh in new york city was the boom town probably the biggest boom town is miami with this huge surge as they moved the, the you know the financial sector out of new york and toward miami and other places to to avoid the taxes but but this is a this is a national problem and, and so i, I think it, 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 a lot, most of these things that that the Biden administration, people do, the American people do not support this stuff. I mean, I talk to people, Republicans, Democrats, of all all types, minority. I, I was talking to people in the Hispanic community; they're upset about this illegal immigration. They can't believe it, and it, this is. It's just—it's extraordinary that these people are getting away with this. With with the, the tight, did you realize? You know, talk about the House and the Senate. You, you do. There's a there's a good possibility the House or the Senate turn before the 2022 elections. That's how tight both of those the, the majorities are. They have virtually no majority whatsoever. I mean, it's razor thin, and yet they're 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 putting through the most radical agenda we have seen since Franklin Delano Roosevelt. It, and, and if you read, read The Forgotten Man by Amity Schlaes, I recommend you read the book. Uh, she lays out the case. The reason that the Depression went on for so long was not because of the Federal Reserve keeping money too tight. It was because Franklin uh, Roosevelt's socialist policies were wrecking the country. And, and, and so, so this is what we're dealing with in here. Anyway, so if you want to keep that in mind. I mean, these changes are big; they're coming. Uh, I, I think the inflation thing is going to be long term. Typically, the research we're expecting this disinflation to run about two and a half years. Now, if it gets if something destabilizes, it can get really bad. But or it can just be a, a very high inflation for two and a half years and then drop off and but with the type of spending we're doing the type of monetization of the federal reserve it it's it, it's very difficult to see how this doesn't get much worse and so again the commodities the precious metals those type of things short term bonds overseas stocks uh you want to be in area, you want to try to get away from areas this is why people are rushing around buying you know buying homes because they can go buy a home get 3% interest for long term, and they're figuring the inflation will take them out, and so this, so we'll have to see where it goes from here. Now, a couple other things I wanted to touch base on: uh, we've been concerned about the capital gains rate going up, and the uh, the changes in the state law, the elimination of the step up basis, which is a huge tax break for all Americans in in, in inheritances. Is that's probably the best tax break out there? Is Particularly in an inflationary time, is the step-up basis, which which is if you inherit a piece of property or a stock, or or uh, the, the, the 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 your new basis isn't the the five dollars your parents or grandparents got the Exxon stock, it, it it's it's the you know sixty two sixty three dollars today, and so that's very unique and so in inflationary time, where where asset, all asset prices go up with inflation, the 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 day if they eliminate the step up basis and you get a big inflation, you know where, where prices double uh, in in two or three years or something, or you could see even hyper. All of a sudden, the government could end up with most of the property due to inheritances, and so this is this is something we want to watch closely. The good news is there seems to be real pushback on his budget. And, and I, I don't think you're going to see some of the, I don't think you're going to see the retroactiveness uh, of the of the tax. I don't think you're going to see the 40% plus the six percent uh, or whatever it is, Medicare tax, the 43% total. I think it's going to get backed down some, but this is something we want to watch closely. Now, I tell you what, this is the last segment of the show. If you want to get in here with a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713- 339 1070. That's 713 339 1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. Now, a couple other things we wanted to sit and cover here today. Let's see here. Hold on just a second. Let me go through my list. Yo. there the, there was a, there was a recent uh op-ed it's i think people are starting to really get by uh kevin uh, warsh who's who's actually former fed governor and very well respected is is you know one of the things is growth is surging uh the the housing market is hot inflation is on the rise it's time for the Federal reserve to pull back and the Federal reserve announced a new ago. In essence, it said it would no longer consider lags when making policy in forsaking preemptions. They're not going to try to preempt the 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 uh, inflation or things. They're going to try to – when they see it's really bad, then they're going to act. The problem with that is it takes about 18 months for the system to work, which means by the time the Fed acts, you're still looking at probably 12 to 18 months more of it, at least nine – I would say nine – to 18 months more of of inflation and this is what this is going to be kind of their Achilles heel so there's starting to be real pressure because people are understanding how deadly this inflation's going to be. Ted, do we have a call Jennifer?
1: Yes, we have Chuck and then we have Charles. Okay. Hello.
0: Chuck, welcome to the Max Out Saving show.
1: Hey, Ted, uh I saw gold, and I noticed the last month or two the Fed sort of drawn a line in the sand in 1900,
2: and they come in and intervene
1: every time the price gets there. I was wondering how long they can get away with that.
0: You know, I, I tell you what, I, I think it's – I don't think it's much longer. Uh, I, you know, I've been kind of watching that in, in, because there seems to be huge demand. A few things they're looking at, there's some changes in the banking law that, that on the international banks that they, they can't use – uh, un, uh, unconsolidated, you know, uh, un, unallocated um, gold. If they got the gold in a vault and it's in their name, they can use it as a reserve otherwise. And that's in a lot of the... So a lot of them are trying to buy back. They're, they're trying to get rid of their gold or buy it back or, or get out of the derivatives contracts. And so I think that's holding it down to some extent. Uh, I think... The, 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 next of inflate, the next couple of months of inflation are going to cause it to rise up. Gold tends to do better later in the year. And, and the other thing is we're watching to see when do China does China come up and make some – do we find out how much China really has in their reserves? I think their reserves are massive, much more than they're letting on. That's that's kind of the rumor out there. Yeah, and so I think they're going to have a hard time holding gold down.
1: Well, they announce massive reserves. That'll strengthen their currency. Is that it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and what it it, people start looking at? Well, they're gonna like, well, look, the Chinese have all this gold. They seem reasonably prudent. And then they look at the dollar and they look at the Federal Reserve, and and people are like, well, you know, do I put my money in yuan or do I bet on the dollar? And the danger is, is people are starting to go, what is going on in the United States with all this reckless spending and and, in the monetization of the debt by the Federal Reserve? thanks ted okay good question we have uh charles max out Savings show
3: yes good morning i uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the uh what uh this latest uh, uh news item on uh the g seven with this fifteen percent minimum corporate rate uh, what impact and do you think that this is going to have, I mean, I, I think this is kind of a stupid way about it. But uh, anyway, I like your thoughts on that.
0: You know, I look, I, this one doesn't bother me as much because we have a few smaller companies that are coming and saying, look, we'll give you 5 or 10% corporate tax, and Ireland has been the worst about this. And so we've had a number of U.S. companies uh, move to Ireland, uh, some drug companies, you know, move their, their, their headquarters to Ireland because of it. And so, uh, 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 this is one I kind of agree with because these big multinational companies, we can't have them domiciling wherever, wherever the lowest tax rate is, because someone's always going to come in at a lower rate than us, and eventually they'll all be domiciled in some small country somewhere that's paying virtually no taxes, and so. Uh, you know, I. This is one thing I sort of agree. I, I think the U.S. is the best place. It's the safest place. It, it, it's got the most resources. It's got the most reasonable tax thing and in, in, in everything else. But, but, but we've got a. To, there's too many big corporations not paying taxes out there.
3: Well, I, I, I would take the opposite point of view from the standpoint that I think. You know, if taxes are that high to where we're forcing companies to have to go oh overseas, why don't we just lower the tax here? And in other words, to me, this is just a symptom of the fact that the taxes, in some respects, are higher than what they should be. And you know, I think it, I think it goes right back to the to, to, to the government. I mean, the, you know, thirty trillion or whatever we are now in debt. I mean the bottom line is is the spending is totally out of control but I I think honestly if they would just simply lower the tax rates for the companies I think they wouldn't be forced to go overseas I I think that there's a there's something here that's just not adding up here and I well, think now, guys...
0: Look, I, I agree with you on that, and, and, and let me just say, I, I, I think 15 is a reasonable thing. Uh, I, I don't think we should be raising taxes on corporations, though I very strongly believe there ought to be a minimum, because we have too many big corporations that are not paying any taxes.
3: What I'm concerned about, that is is that this, GC, you know, if we start agreeing to this, then there's going to be other things coming up that they're going to want to impose on, on companies. And at the point, and, and what I'm afraid of is we're going to lose our own sovereignty in this whole thing, because well, that's, it's not look, going that's to be a corporate a I mean, tax, Trump, it's going to be something else,
0: you know. Yeah, no, that's, look, I, 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 I sort I, I think of we're, we're kind of opening that, the
3: door here you. for something. Well, that's <laughs> you know? a good
0: point. I mean, I think you've got a very good point, because this is a concern of mine, is, and, uh, is is that we're getting into this globalist stuff? Which these people, right. the Fed is one of the biggest globalist groups out there. In my mind, I don't think people really understand. And Yellen yeah. came from the Fed. Well, what, I, what,
3: what what I'm saying is is that I I think we have to forge ahead with what we think is the right thing for our country. Not not to be not to be sitting here being dictated by. Uh, you know whether it 's uh, the europe the the World economic Forum and all of these these ultra wealthy people that that, that, that are out there that are dictating you know well we need and, and the only reason why they 're doing it is because they 've got investments globally, and so the point is is you know we sit here and print the money, but the thing of it is is it's 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 the average guy here that's working or or whoever that that's that's having to pay for all of this stuff and I just think that this is opening the door for other things, and I think this is the wrong approach in my mind i think I think he got to go back and just say, "Look, if companies are are being forced to go overseas to find something, maybe we need to go back and reexamine." how we're taxing these people here, and maybe perhaps lower it and in such a manner that where they won't do that, but that that's my point of view, but okay well I, yeah,
0: no, I, I look I agree with you on everything you said there pretty much, except i, I you know because some some we had a few corporate it's actually a very small group of corporations that are not paying the taxes, but yeah, anyway, I've got to wrap this show up, Charles but I, sure. think, I think that the points are very well taken this is This is the problem we're dealing with. With this, and by the way, when we're talking, Charles and everyone, we're talking the the working people. We, we're talking about people on the assembly line. We're talking about plumbers. We're talking about uh, basically lawyers, doctors. We're talk- all, most people out there. Uh, that's the, 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 the every, we're all in the same boat with this situation. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks, Ted. Okay. Thank you for the call, Charles. But those are some of the things we're looking at, uh, coming up here in the show, a couple things. If you're not on our free max out savings report list, go to the website. It's a free report. We send it out about once a month. We talk a lot about issues. We try to kind of crystallize very complex issues down so, so simply so you can understand. And we try to get ahead of what else is happening, of, of Wall Street, when we come up with some of this stuff. And, and I think... We've got the new tax bills coming out. We're going to be highlighting what the what you know the positives and the negatives of those, where you can go, how you can protect your wealth, you know, but watch out for the taxes. Uh, how to save money, how to invest. It's all in the Max Out Savings Report. And so, just go to our website And if you need some help. Uh, you can also request an appointment. But until then, remember our motto and philosophy: save aggressively and invest conservatively. We'll see you next.